Hello and welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. I, I forgot how piercing that <laughs> hello starts. I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Word. Oh my gosh. So how long has it been? Now the last time we did this was we were in California. DCA. Adventure. Yeah. Um, before that, yeah. we were on the road. Back a year ago, January. Back in 2015. Uh, so, you know, if we had stuck with this, we'd be, uh, you know, our 10th anniversary as MiceCast came and went in February. And we didn't do anything about it? No. So, <laughs> maybe this will be our 60th anniversary in, in, for Disneyland and 10th anniversary for MiceCast all wrapped into one. Well, I well, I actually thought we were doing a 60th show and then it never happened. So Well, you know, no. we could go back now because the 60th is... In Disneyland time is lasting what eighteen months, nineteen months. Yeah, I was gonna say it's still going on. So what's the what the, what's the difference? Yeah, but you know I'm sure it's not exactly as it was when it started and all the hype. It's just they're just drawing out some money making opportunities. I'm sure. Uh, the last time we talked, I still took issue with the them changing Diamond Anniversary from seventy five to sixty. So. Yeah, well, you know, that's everything changes. No, no, it wasn't. Society in general made that change. You're correct, Richard. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid things in society that you know continue to happen. But just look at the current election. Yeah, I don't see anything. I don't see anything wrong with what's going on as long as the left loses. Yeah, just. Oh, I love the shakeup. The shakeup's great. Every four years, though, the the a political talk gets more and more divisive. You know, and, I, I I still you know we're not doing that particular show, but they still say the election of eighteen hundred was the worst or most uh, what do you call it? aggressive, bad tone of any election we've ever had. And I, I think people have short term memories and. Anybody who lives through the civil rights or Vietnam or the Civil War might disagree that it's worse now than it was back then. You know. Yeah, I, I would I would have to tend to agree with you that there have been far worse, more contentious politi- politicking that has gone on in this country. But who cares? That's another show. Let's get on to Disney. So, so, so what the, what the <laughs> fuck is going on in Disneyland? <laughs> oh my gosh! Or the world of Disney in large in larger context. Uh, well, I mean. I was in the park for a weekend for Westfest. I was not happy with crowd control. I was not happy with um, just crowds in general. But when's the last time any of us have been happy with how they deal with crowd control? I, I'm, I, now, you probably experienced the new, I say new, it's not that new now, the area behind Main Street between Jungle Cruise. Uh, was that opened up? for? No, the overflow no? promenade behind... Jungle Cruise was. It did not. This is only April, and um, you, it, it took me back to that time. You know, that time we were there. It was like eight thirty. We we're trying to find places to eat, and everything was closed. Yeah, yeah. They're going Let's... through that again. Um, shoot. Okay. Now the one positive I took away was that Paint the Night Parade was pretty cool. I was impressed with that. You were you. It was not that cool. No, it was great. I, I liked it. Oh, it was, it was a, so why did it depress you? I said impressed. Oh, you, no, you said impressed. Oh, impressed. impressed. Said it was good. Um, we were just talking about hearing problems again. Yeah. What? Tinnitus. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, hey, uh, real quick, Mike. On the, uh, what did you think of the music? I mean, uh, that much 21st century Baroque hoedown. I okay. Now, 
I didn't hear it. Um, those around me that were there that had seen it before were telling me, yeah, it's in there somewhere. But all I could hear was this wannabe boy band sound thing that was going on. Yeah, it's there. It's there. through The melody is in there throughout. But, you know, when you got such heavy thumping bass and yeah, it's it to me, it's like boy band meets rap. You know, what's funny about thing. this is is um, I I in the last week or so binge watched Project Greenlight, at least the three seasons that are on HBO. And now Karen and I are watching. I'm watching it over because I watched it while I was working and actually watching it with Karen. And one of the producers, uh, you know, says when a writer tells me that I'm not getting it, that it's in the script means there's fucking problems. Right. <laughs> okay. So if they're telling me I'm not smart enough to pick it up, that it's all, it's in the script and I'm missing it. There's something wrong. And I'm thinking the same thing here. If you couldn't, if you of all people couldn't hear that, Mike, you've got musical background, you've got, you've heard that for how many freaking years. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't pick it up, it's obviously not that, um, Prom- dominant, prominent, prominent in, yeah. the, in the, in the, in the, sh- have, in the show have you but. seen have you seen any video of this parade no it's the worth, only video it's i've seen at. lately lately of anything was a, a, an absolute what could have been an absolutely fantastic video to be pre-released before a park opens and i, I guess it's a soft opening or a preview for employees but was the shanghai disney pirates oh, but if i had terrible. to listen to that fucking asshole for one more time saying something like oh my god he's like a a a little bitch crying through the whole thing it was annoying it's like let me see what's going on without your commentary i had to turn the sound down and i i i I started to skip through it because it was so heavy on projection versus actual physical stuff that i was getting a little annoyed with that also which is disappointing isn't it Yes, it was. But the few uh, AAs I did see, um, actually, I didn't want to call them AAs anymore. What did I want to call them? AOLs, Autotron, I don't know, Life Forms or something. It just seemed like, you know, they're getting so advanced (laughs) that the AA AA doesn't do them justice anymore. But what was the total length? Do you remember? Because for some reason, to me, it seemed really short, like even shorter than Disney World's. I want to say it was like eight minutes. But, you know, yeah, so that's 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 I that's, have the window uh, to the world right here. I want to say yeah. it was a little bit longer than that. I felt longer. Uh, well, maybe because you had to watch projections of projections Shang. over and over. Hi, H-A-I. If that's the reader, Reader's Digest version of the Reader's Digest version, I I found that to be uh, really, a, you know, ADA type of an attraction. All right. Or no, ADD. This- sorry. This preview is one minute. Unless, oh, no, unless yeah. that's the commercial. Hang on, let me run this a bit. Let's see if it's the commercial. Oh, yeah. Commercial. A one minute, 35 second commercial. Of course, I'm going to skip this ad. Oh, no, no. This is the preview. One minute, 32. Where is that stupid video? Well, while you're looking, tell me if you felt kind of the same way. When, and I know we just jumped right into something without really, well, we have no direction on this show, anyways. Yeah, yeah, really. I remember distinctly when Euro Disney, now Paris Disneyland, opened their Pirates. A lot of the Imagineers were saying, we finally fixed what we really thought was wrong with the show at Disneyland and Walt Disney World was, 
and those shows you immediately start in Davy Jones' locker. You start with everybody dead. Yes. So now, Mike, you've been on the the Paris one, and yes. I've watched it, but it's been a while. You end with everybody dead or in Davy Jones' locker. So you saw the pirate's life, you've lived the pirate's life, yes. and you end up in Davy Jones' locker. Yes. Here it seems they've gone right back to the old way where you start out slow with death and then you watch what maybe put them in death. That's what it looks like to me. The, rest of the, show. Yeah. Well, got, the video's eight minutes. Eight minutes. So it's an eight minute. So that's, that's the, ours is about, uh, don't you have the book better, handy? I, I don't know. I don't think the court will stretch. Oh, I, mean, I actually haven't looked at it. I look, haven't looked at it that long, so I don't remember. What, Richard? I want to say our pirate was like right around 12, 13. Oh, I thought it was more around 15. 18, and Disney World was about nine. 10, 9, 10. So it sounds like it's, you know, they've taken more pages out. But it, to me, it looked like it was all around the new Pirates movies, and it was predominantly projection. Yes. Which yeah. Very yeah, cool. Lot. When that pirate ship blew up, I'm like, that was pretty fucking cool. But well, I got to say, the most impressive thought, item I thought was Captain Jack, right there at the beginning, going from skeleton to Captain Jack. That, that was awesome. Oh, that was a cool effect. But yeah. listening to the guy spew yeah. while that was going on. I mean, my problem when I shoot my videos has usually been everybody else, else in, talking. The, in the ride vehicle <laughs> talking about their date or paying bills or something. It's like, you know, if you want to fucking do that, go home. We're here to enjoy what's <laughs> do, around us. Do you know how many times I've got the pro. Greg Stink eye for, <laughs> for talking when I didn't realize yeah. he was recording when the video was rolling? <laughs> but it, it does look pretty fantastic. They put a, you know, a blue bayou obviously back in this one. Um, and I, I probably will play well with that audience, I'm, I'm guessing. And did you guys see the light, uh, I guess their Space Mountain, the light speeder Tron thing? This, it's uh, a that, roller coaster. It's like right. it's yeah, like the Pony Express. I think it's it's yeah. I think it's a completely separate it, attraction. It's like the Space Pony Express Mountain. where you ride it and a little thing comes down on the back and pushes you up against right, right. the yeah. exact same oh, see, ride I, system. I understood it was like there is no Space Mountain. This is what you would get instead of Space well, Mountain. Well, I hope it's longer than the Pony Express because it's well, yeah. The Pony Express is a children's ride, but we all enjoyed it when we rode it. Uh, well, this thing looks the same. I think the the concept is that you're riding the, the bike, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. But I think it's a little more intense than uh, yeah, it's, the Pony it's, Express. I think it's the same restraint system that's on there, but yeah, far more intense than the Pony Express and far longer. That was the only thing was the 45 seconds that the Pony Express lasted. I say it's a children's ride, but is that you know. what we got. <laughs> You know, that'll rattle your nuts around. And, uh, yeah. anyways, all right. So we're back, I guess, tentatively, maybe semi regularly. Yep. If we eat, eat enough brand, I mean, we are getting older. So, uh, 10 years. <laughs> Do you want to go through the, the underpaid, or I, I should say, overpaid oh. intern? Oh, yeah. Send us some over under. Okay. So, yeah. Maybe we should start with that and then sure. continue on the show. So, yeah. You know, those of you who are listening, We'll know that I uh, put out a, a little feel, feeler on Twitter and Facebook, see if anybody was paying attention to, you know, our stuff at all. And I got all kinds of response. And the first thing I got was our intern saw my stuff and he said I was gonna, he's gonna dig around and see what results from some over unders we had. So his email reads: "Your loyal and grossly mistreated intern." Attaches some over. Well, that's the way you're supposed to treat interns. Yeah. 
Attach some over-under results. I came up with when I saw Mike's post on Facebook. Do with it what you like, and we'll come back for a while, I hope. Yes, we hope so, too. All right, so open the Word document. I just gave him a quick thanks. I didn't... Uh, I yeah, wanted to, I saw that. That's, I wanted to be unspoiled. Wanna, well, we don't want to inflate his ego too much either. Okay. I mean, he is, he is an intern. All right, so, okay, so question, the question date, and the answer. Okay, good. Question. Over-under three years, Captain Neil replaced. The question was dated <laughs> February 1st, 2013. Over Shaft and Greg, under Mike. I don't know the exact date, but EO is out. I think with the Tomorrowland movie preview, which is the answer. So that would be me. I correct. Yeah. I, I guess that correctly. Well, you wait, wait. wait. It's 2016. Well, I guess that was that you said three years under and that was last under three. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrowland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Over under two years, Luigi. Wait, t- wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Let's back up for a second. Okay. Wasn't the Tomorrowland? I thought the preview for the Tomorrowland movie was over in DCA. I know that sounds stupid. No, it was in the. Uh, no, it, it was in, in the, Tomorrowland. It was in Tomorrowland okay. Theater because they used the shaking part for something. Oh, okay, because I did see the um, the big commercial for Star Wars in there. That's uh, still going. That's yeah. still going. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So next. All right. Yeah, currently I think it's Zootopia that's showing over at California Adventure. Okay. Next. Just out of curiosity, I'm I, I'm bringing up the release date for Tomorrowland was May of 2015. Okay. So yeah. So less. Okay. So next question. It's sure. You know what? It felt like more than three years. <laughs> <laughs> See now, here's the funny thing. Did it go in? How how long was it in when it dropped? When they put it back in February 2013, when the question was asked. Oh, you know? had it, you mean had it already been in for a for while? Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Oh, that's even a better question. That's because a good we, question. Yeah. We Richard and I may be right because it sure felt like a long time. So, but you well, know, the grossly when, mistreated when intern. Maybe he likes me better. Who knows? All right, next <laughs> question. Over under two years, Luigi taken out of DCA. Question date: one eight twenty thirteen. Over Shaft and Mike under Greg. Answer. Tw- February 6, 2015 was the close date, so by a C here, Shaft and Mike are correct. <laughs> Actually, he said the whole word. I just didn't think I could say the word. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know, so what show are we watching? And it's subtitled, or parts of it are subtitled. And, um, oh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the Death Rockies or Doth Rockies, whatever their name is. They use that word a lot. <laughs> but of course, it's in another language, and you know, it's like Spanish radio and TV gets away with tons of things that English-speaking TV can't, even though they're still licensed by American because they're American shows. Just Spanish, they get away with well, murder. You watched Firefly, right? Yes. So all their cursing was in Mandarin or whatever. Shazwan. Uh, oh, hey, get this. Uh, if this is right, uh, I've looked at Captain EO. Okay, the original oh, oh. opening date was 1986. The reopen date was 2010. Oh! <laughs> oh! So it so, looks but, like Shaft and Greg were right. Does it say when it went out, though? Uh, let's see. Closing date, uh, December 6, 2015. Five years. <laughs> so Richard and I were right. So f you to the intern. Yeah, well, like I said, you you see hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Okay, so the Luigi's okay. Two and now let's let's stop on Luigi for a second. Has anybody read, wrote that new stupid thing they I replaced have. it with? I have, and it and was. What did you think was it? Of it? I liked it. 
It's, it's really. It's delightful. Okay. It's delightful. It is. It is. It is. L- listen, you watch it. You you watch and go. Uh, really? You just lost your man card there, Mike. Hang, hang on. You, but that's the best word to describe it. You're watching. You're watching the ride run, and you're like, "Okay, that doesn't look like anything." But you get it on very it. Very choreographed, you yeah, know. Like, but you get you on know. it when you're riding it. You don't notice the choreography. You just notice how your little thing is bouncing around, and okay. it, and it actually moves when you're in it. It moves fun. So what about the um, the the reload time, the wait time, the cycle time? Uh, the cycle time is about the same. Oh, that because that was really bad before. Now the, I the the good thing is you know the what killed the cycle time for Luigi's was you know the um, the guest the, assistance the pe- card you know the yeah the people who purposely went to the farthest end to end their ride and then also had guest assistant cards you know who you're out yes, you yeah. are out there yeah so there's there's none of that because all the all the all the cars the vehicles all reset to the two corners at the end they so, all so they're programmed to come home yes yeah. they all do that um, and they do they do a pretty good job of filling up. You because know, it has the same little paddock area when you walk in. How many people, okay, you know, when they get to the 50 or how many people it's, it takes, then they close the little paddock off and then you stand by one of the four or five gates and, yeah. and you go. So it, it doesn't okay. it doesn't move that much faster. I think we stood in line for it, the whole group. 45 minutes? So is the queue changed at all or is it the same? Uh, you mean like the... The, the, little, the little treats, the things no, to look we, at. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll watch through the. No, I don't think it's changed. I say it didn't seem like to be any need to change that. I mean, the the basic theming is still the same kind of crap, you know. All right, so next one. Okay. Um, oh, and a side note: that ride the whole West Fest crew. We got our own. We all got on a one cycle, so the whole thing was one group of people. That was the last. Uh, that was. The Mice Cast Rabble Rousers last dance was at Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters. Oh. In case you didn't check the website. I I <laughs> had no idea. You know, it snuck up on me. I for some reason I thought it was gonna be April or May. Like it hasn't it been May for like the last three or four years? Well, it would bounce between the first weekend of May and, and the last so weekend when, in when, April, when, depending on Easter and Mother's Day and stuff like yeah. that. When Shaft said something to me about um Oh, I'm signing Mike in tonight. Because it's Westfest. I'm what the fuck? I mean, I saw some things popping up. I don't go on Facebook that often. I usually auto post things from other th- other areas, but I don't. This is the wrong time of year to be watching Facebook closely because you'll either be pissed or you just don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> Why uh, is that? Why? Just because people who blindly post this or that. And oh, you mean poli- politics stuff? No, yeah, okay. just not not just politics. Just pretty much. Social media is a pariah in society. Not that I you can't get away from it because it's necessary in business these days, but it, it really is. It, it gives people who work in cubicles that have no decision-making capabilities in their life be able to say the rudest and meanest things. Um, so you wonder why people watch cat videos all day. It's... I think it's because of things like that. But anyways, I digress. Okay. So moving on. All right. Question. Nemo and Autopia gone over under two years. Question date was January 18th, 2013. Over Shaft and Mike, under Greg. Really, Greg? You thought Nemo and Autopia would be out in less than two years? Well, here, here's the only 
I, I look at this and I don't even remember us discussing it. You know, it was three years ago. But <laughs> it, the question had to be a little more detailed than that. Um, oh, I'd have to go uh, through the emails to but find that. I don't care. You, you guys look like you were right. Uh, uh, Topio got a light read from yeah, right, so you. So you pulled up the document then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm following along. Oh, okay. So Atopia uh, got a. They, they changed it to Honda, right? Honda's but a new sponsor, car, yes. Yeah, the yeah. cars didn't change, did they? They're still those stupid yeah, shit. No, the cars change no, oh. bodies, I think. Okay, so they're the not the yeah. the mobile Exxon or whatever those little cars were. So what do they look like now, little Honda cars? A yeah, ver- variety of different things. you got everything from dune buggies okay. to style to uh, sedan style. Yeah, so I, uh, Nemo, you know, I keep hearing rumors that Nemo's going to shut down because it doesn't have the right, the... Um, the interest anymore so i don't know i but we it still has an hour plus queue on it well it's because it's the slow slowest loading attraction in the park yeah but it still has a lot of interest i mean and, they and it holds every boat it, it holds the least amount of people probably than any you know any single ride vehicle i mean granted we have a lot of two and three but you cycle a bunch through here you've got what's it take to load each one 10 minutes no you they think? got a seven car? minutes five minutes you know probably five minutes I mean, once it pulls I mean, into the to the loading area, yeah. What do you what do you think they load unload? Remember, they solved this problem in Florida, and then they shut the freaking thing down. <laughs> yeah. um, Which but, I still think was stupid on that one. Anyways, moving on. I, I'm yeah. I don't know the tech, technicalities of why I would have said under other than just to be different. Which yeah, I think that's what you were just being obstinate. Well, I'm looking right. for. Um, I'm looking the question? for. The, the original sheet, because you know you, you brought up. Hey, can I go back to the pirates question we had a few minutes ago? Which was sure. right. What's the duration? I got a list of all the durations here. Okay. Magic Kingdom, Florida, eight and a half minutes. Ding! Tokyo eight minutes. Yeah. Tokyo Disneyland, nine and a half minutes. Disneyland Paris, ten and a half minutes. And Disneyland, the winner, fifteen and a half minutes. That's so, and those those are Wikipedia times, right? Right. So I it, I could give you the exact Disney official time, but I'm too lazy to go find where I put that book. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure it would stand out because it's the biggest blackest book I've got uh, or binder. But anyways, uh, did you find it, Mike? Thank you for looking that up, though, Richard, because that's that's I didn't realize that uh, Tokyo's was shorter. Yeah. I'm getting close. Well, that's surprising. We, we, we always joke about Magic Kingdom being Pirate's Light, and it literally is about half the length of the Pirates <laughs> over here at Disneyland. Uh, this is, it's, there's a good reason I call it that. It's not just to be, you know, flippant and funny. It, I mean, I like it, but it's definitely not what ours is. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mike, did I, you? I found some. Now I just got to now I just gotta uh, dig through them. Cause well, why don't you dig through it while you're reading? I'll, I'll read the next one. Okay. Which was uh, pick them. Which movie will have a bigger domestic gross, uh, saving Mr. Banks or Tomorrowland? So the question was dated in March of 2013, mm. and he's writing for the over under. For some reason, reason this question was shelved. I think it had to do with Tomorrowland movie being only a rumor at the time, um, but I'm not sure without listening back. Tomorrowland domestic gross was 93 million. And Saving Mr. Banks was $83 million. But FYI, IMDb, which I would use Box Office Mojo for these numbers, reports 
uh, Tomorrowland cost 190 million estimated, while Mr. Banks cost a mere 35 million. Um, so. so, I would go with the Mojo. I would too. I don't. I wouldn't use. But, but if you're on IMD Pro, I don't know what he's looking at. You know, interestingly enough, this brings up a thought. I've one been wanting to ask you both, and I wanted to ask you, Richard, the other last time we saw each other, and I forgot. I was flipping around Netflix a while ago, and came across the movie in the children's genre and i'm air quoting because it bugs me when you know you put something like pinocchio and you say it's children's because it wasn't made for you know air quote children yeah. at the time but it was a movie about walt disney and walt disney's young life uh starting in the midwest doing his first um uh, movies and then finally getting out to California, living with his uncle and stuff like that. And it took me for a while to figure out who the guy that played Roy was. And because I hate this guy, oh, I shouldn't say I hate him. I really dislike him as an actor. I think he has no chops whatsoever. And it's, I'm pretty sure it was the guy who played, um, what was, was that, that, uh, BYU film, uh, student film that made it real big with uh, something Pedro. Uh, oh, and the guy had big oh, red hair. Napoleon Dun Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, the, yeah the, the guy that played Napoleon Dynamite, I believe, was the guy that played Roy. Terrible casting. The guy that <laughs> played Walt, terrible casting. And the movie felt like it was made. I mean, it was so cheaply made and acted that it, I thought it was a real disservice to you know who Walt who Walt is or Roy was and it was just it was just horrible and What's I don't know if, well okay so maybe I need to look up first let me let me pull up Napoleon Dynamite and then I'll find out who that actor's name is Napoleon I know a lot of people think Napoleon Dynamite's this greatest quirky little film I personally didn't find it to be that interesting um what is that guy's name? Crap. John Hedder. Oh, here it is. John Hedder? Is that John Hedder? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I find him to be a horrible actor. Um, somewhat monotoned um, and just a horrible actor. And he didn't do Roy justice, I, I don't think at all. Uh, let's see. God, he was in a TV show. Oh, no, that's something else. Uh Oh, here it is. It's called. It was made in 2015. It's called Walt Before Mickey. And let's see who the main actor who played Walt. Walt Disney was played by Thomas Ian Nicholas, which is a, he's an okay actor, but he's a short little fuck. And well, he, at least he looks short. He just he is not what I ever pictured of a young Walt Disney being. Um, and Lillian Disney was played by uh, Kate Katzman. And um, I don't know if any of these names even mean anything to you. But I don't know. It was just, it was horrible. I'm wondering if any of our listeners have seen this tragedy. Um, it's based on a book, Walt Before Mickey. Uh, the director was Koa Lee, never heard of him. Uh I don't know. I don't even know if it was released. I mean, let me copy and paste this over to Box Office Mojo to see if it was ever released in a the theater. 
it just was horrible. Mike, you ever find that question? Yeah, well, okay. I didn't find the actual question. I found a reference to it. I found a spreadsheet where he was tracking uh, some of the stuff we had made and the Nemo Autopia gone over under two years. Um, he has a, he has a date, the name of the show. And then I found some emails where he talked about a response to it. I can't find the actual question, but there's a clue here. It says a better Nemo Autopia question would have been if Tomorrowland gets an entire overhaul, would both Nemo and Autopia remain? Would go oh, one would go, the other would stay, or they yeah. both be gone? Not sure how determined over under on the question might have been sparked more conversation. So, so much for that. It's we're taking. Yeah, two. that's that's not, you know. Yeah, that's not real close to. Yeah, somewhat yeah. misinterpreted, but that's okay. Come um, on, we've been gone. Seriously. <laughs> Two years, yeah. really. <laughs> I was I was checking his numbers on Tomorrowland here, uh, and domestically he's got the numbers right. Um, uh, let's see, did they have a budget on here estimated? Yeah, it, Box Office Mojo's pretty much got what he has for Tomorrowland. Um, okay, and, you know, did not do that well. Which is sad because it's a fun movie. Basically, another big fat flop for the Walt Disney Studio. You know, the big question now that everybody's kind of wondering, and everybody, I mean, we're not hearing word one on anything, of course, is Star Tours. As soon as the new Star Wars land comes to be, are, is Star Wars, Star Tours going to stay in Tomorrowland? Are they going to move it? If they do move it, what's going to take its place? But everybody's yeah. keeping on that. They're really that's, not seeing anything. I don't think that's an interesting. Moving. That's an interesting thought. Let's continue with our over and under. Okay. We can come back to that maybe. Okay. But I know we discussed this when we were in Vegas. Um, okay, so we answered that. We didn't really have a clear understanding. So it sounds like, yeah, anyways, we'll move on. So what was the next thing, Mike? Under three years until SoCal discounts return. And you were on the over, and uh, me and Shaft were on the under. And... Well, it, yeah, I said it has returned. So he gave the point to Mike. He's even more out it says, of touch. It than says it's not returned. Okay, so SoCal discounts. Do you think he's talking about the pass? Because the SoCal annual pass hasn't come back. You no, but like, you have their uh, two firsts. Yeah. See, yeah, so, see, that's that's a really that's, wide that's, definition. So we don't know just exactly okay. what he meant to, or if it's the you know every so often they do zip code here to zip code there, you get the discount, right? Yeah, that's that's the two firsts. That's the two firsts. The and those are border. And those are uh single day. You get two parks, but you can only you can't park hop. Well, plus they've also done demand pricing now too, which oh. you know <laughs> I don't think it's helping. I I I Richard thought when we were on let's not bring that up right yet. Let's finish these. Okay. But we we had, had that discussion. Um so I don't know. I think he might be wrong in this. It depends on how we defined the discount. Uh, the SoCal yep. discount. So uh, the next one is uh, uh, over under for electrical parade returning in five years. And since we did this in 2013, that would make it 2018. It's to be determined. Um, well, Mike, would you say that? Well, it's referred to as the electrical parade paint the night. Okay. So I don't think electrical parade's coming back because paint the night is a suitable replacement unlike who's, light magic was not a suitable replacement who, who's breathing heavily well, into the me. microphone that's me it's, all right we'll stop it I moved uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> he sounds better. You know, as yeah. long as he doesn't. You know, so what? So what? What Shaft is saying, he's he's playing with uh, uh, words a little bit. He's saying that this parade is called what again, Richard? It's called the. It may, I think it's actually the full print name is the Main Street Electric Parade. Paint the night. I don't think so. I'm, I'm looking it up. I don't, I don't hear I'm, any tapping on keyboards. I'm going to. I'm going to Disneyland's <laughs> official site because I don't think that's I'm what it's called. It up too. Uh, and I have no clue. You know how I am with parades. It's it's rare when I'll talk about how great a parade is, and the only one so far is the uh, the Halloween one at in the Magic Kingdom. I thought was a fantastic parade, and I'm not a big parade guy, but I thought that one was really cool. Wow. Yeah, all the online stuff just refers to Paint the Night. Oh. Well, you're talking about online like fan sites. Uh, no, I'm I'm looking at I'm Disneyland.com. Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, same here. Uh, Disneyland Forever, Fantasy Fair, Fireworks. And again, I would have to say, is this question saying exactly the way it left, like when it returned to DCA, or in some other iteration, I, like I, if Richard wanted to call this one the like because... electrical light show or electrical light parade 2.0, where they updated to LED because now we have to be all Title 24 and we have to meet all kinds because of. Because you know. in my defense, I'm going to throw in spectral magic. Okay, and how is that defending? I actually never saw it. I've heard the music, which I thought the music was fantastic, how by the way. How could you miss Spectral Magic? If you're ever in Disney, it, well, the Magic Kingdom after night, it, it runs you oh, over. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, okay, wait. I think we may be mixing two things up. Richard, are you talking about the one at Disneyland that was the Celtic uh, music? That's light, are you talking that about light magic. No, that was light tragic. Yeah. Or are you talking about the, the Florida parade? The Florida parade. Yeah, the it was one replaced the electrical parade over there, which was Spectral Magic, which was very, very cool. I thought yeah, it was all right. Spectral Magic was a, uh, it's just creepy. Come on, the creepy, <laughs> the creepy baby faces. You thought it was geek creepy? I liked it. I liked it. Where uh, it bring black, back American Parade? You talking about big heads? And yeah, that, was, that, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was so 1970s. That, that was an awesome parade. Yeah, so it's uh, called Paint the Night, not like not Main Street Electrical Parade. Paint the Night. It's just Paint the Night. So basically, icon. this show or this question couldn't be answered, but it's looking like uh, nobody'd win because it's never. It may never come back. I, I, uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it will because Paint the Night seems to be pretty successful. All right. So the next one we're the going on one. to is, or the last one is, a third gate in ten years. Um, Mike, no pick, and we, uh, Richard, you and I said over 10 years and again is it 10 years from the date of the question or 10 years since the last park opened which we're way past i'm gonna assume it's dated the question so that would be 2023 i i'm still thinking that uh it's i don't know with the big expansion with star wars land maybe they might put off another one but there were sure always rumors uh, that it would happen so who knows i'll even i'll push it one further and say 10 years from now over well you already did say over yeah, but that was from 2013. Oh, you'll say, say 10 years from, from right now. Oh. From 2016, you're still if, looking at more than 10 years. If any property could have supported Third Gate, I think it would have been Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I think Marvel's could if it's done right. But uh, Star, Star, Star Wars definitely could, I think. But I thought you when, when I first heard that, Mike, I wasn't thinking property. But I was thinking property as in property, property. If any... 
if any property needed a third gate to lighten up the crowds in the other two, it would be California because everything I hear is it's just a freaking zoo. And a lot of people are very disappointed with, you know, right now, of course, there's a lot of closures, but you got to understand that with the expansion. But just in general, the parks are still really busy. Yeah, we haven't been able to price people out of coming. They're still coming. Um, and it makes for a miserable experience. Yes, it does. And, and you know, the solid answer is get rid of monthly payments. And I don't think they have a they have the guts for that. Well, yeah, because I know the cash flow is something that you, you know me that I usually don't cite or go to the the excuse that it's all bean counters fault. But, you know, when somebody's doing a spreadsheet for income in the park and there's all this monthly income, that's hard to look away okay. from, you know. You're talking about the monthly payments on the ticket plans? On the yeah, annual, yeah, pass. annual pass, yes. On the, on the annual passes? You do know that that's a third party that takes care of it. Disney gets the cash up front right here and now. You're dealing with a finance company on the monthly payments. That's fine. The point is, is if they stopped offering that option, you would solve probably one third of your crowding problem real quick. Yeah. But the price of those tickets would have to come way down because like when we used to go to the, the park and I'd buy them every Christmas, I'd pay twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 for a family of five for the premium. Yeah. Now you're paying that per person. Correct. But I, I'm willing, well, I'm not currently doing it, uh, but I would be willing to do it because I can do it monthly. Th that's my point. If they eliminate the option, do it monthly. If you want an annual pass, you pay the whole thing or you don't. Yeah, but I, I would crowding. never pay. Okay, so 15 that's uh, that's $6,000. Yeah. No, no. Wouldn't happen. And and there, and then the park would be less crowded. But it, if it was 3000 I would start scratching my head a little bit and maybe considering it. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, that's – it's. The value to me, the value wouldn't be there. Uh, the monthly value, fine. If I go in the park's crowded, take in one or two things, maybe just have some dinner, move on. But you know, if I'm dropping a huge chunk of change, I expect my experience to be what Disney's supposed to be about, not to be a bunch of lying and whiny babies about I can't stand in line or you know. I, I just I, I'm so tired of the entitlement portion of the annual pass. And I never felt that way when I had an annual pass. I don't think I exuded that attitude when I had an annual pass. But there are so many annual pass holders that do. It just it sickens me. Do you, do you know what a premium annual pass costs now? I even hate to ponder the thought. Okay, well, it's called the Disney Signature Plus Passport, by the way. Yes, so don't hold us, you know, hanging here. What, 1049. 1049? Correct. Wow. So the signature passport, which has some blockout days. See, and that's fucked up. Sorry. Okay, if no, you're paying that much money, there should no, be no, no blockout. No, listen, days. no, listen, no. Signature plus, no blockouts, free parking, parking included, not free parking, parking included, uh, 15% off dining, 20% off merchandise. Disney signature passport, which is all the same things theme park parking, 15 dining, 20% merchandise with some blockout days. 850. Okay, what's some blockout? Okay, I'm, uh, including this blockout display, including December holidays and other peak days. 
Uh, so it's it's vague, which they could decide later what's a peak day. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so I'm looking at the calendar for 2016. Now, granted, let's let's be very clear. Disneyland is not a place you want to be on Christmas Day, the day after Christmas. It used to be the week before was fantastic. Even so, we started going on Christmas Eve, and it, it, even that became kind of a strain where it just got way overcrowded. It looks, it appears that the blockout day for that eight hundred fifty dollars passport is December nineteenth through January first. So you're you're screwed two, through two the weeks. whole holiday season. Two weeks. Yeah, nineteenth through the first. Which because I don't want to experience Christmas in October. Well, I, well, and I don't want to actually, experience October it's, it's, and Christmas. It's actually you know Veterans Day, right? Yeah. November 11th is the official start of the Christmas in Disneyland now. Is it? I mean, it used to be the night of Thanksgiving yep. that the park transformed. but Yeah, they're yeah. done with that. Okay, yeah. so that's uh, 8.50. So then the regular deluxe, let's see how many blockout days are on deluxe. Is it doesn't... 300. There's blockout days, yeah. <laughs> that's That hasn't really changed as far as... Availability ten percent dining, ten percent merchandise does not include parking, and uh, oh, and the signature and signature plus you get the photo pass. Oh, we we must have lost Shaft. No, I'm right here. Oh, I heard you. You're talking. I got a notification that like somebody either came online or something. Okay, all right. So let's see. I'm gonna the blockout. Oh, and did deluxe six hundred bucks. And how much is parking to add on? Shoot. I think my kids were telling me it was uh, to them cost prohibitive. Uh, all right, let me gotta freaking add it to the cart. One. Okay, while you're looking that up, Greg, did you see the picture I just sent you? Oh, that's the noise. No, I didn't. I would have to open up my little chat window or something. And since yeah. I haven't used Skype in three years, and Microsoft totally screwed it up, I've got to find my conversation. It doesn't say what the parking is. I'm gonna assume it's a hundred bucks. That's reasonable. I think it's eighteen dollars a car now. Yes, it is. All right, so deluxe. Yeah, I, I don't even know where to find this stupid conversation. It's a chat window on the far right to uh, your controls there. Uh, might might be on a primitive PC, but. Uh... Oh yeah, you have one of those things. So it looks yes. like all weekends in the spring, the same two weeks in Christmas, the big the big holidays, you know, February President's Weekend, uh, Veterans Day, Labor Day Weekend. <laughs> two weekends in August you get. No weekends July or June. Oh, wait, I take that back. No Saturdays, you get Sundays. I'm oh, sorry. I found it. So no Saturdays in the summer, which is okay. Well, which might not be a bad no, thing. No. But, you know, if, if you're working yeah, Monday you through Friday, then what do you do? You know, if you're a regular working stiff, that's when you need to go. That's what I hate is that they used to tell you how many days it was. Three Good for 300 days in the park or good for 285 days in the park. You can kind of figure out. Oh, this Maybe this little compare thing will help me. I'm not really sure why you're sending me this, Richard. Okay, you see the four maps before you, correct? I see three maps and a press coin collection. You're correct. You're you are correct. Come, okay, you see the one that says Disneyland. See, see the one that says Disneyland and Paint the Night. Well, I say there's two that say Disneyland, but I see the one that has the added words Paint the Night. Yes. 
Okay, if you zoom in on it, and I will tell you it's a bad picture, but if you zoom in on it right below where it says paint the ninth, the phrase below it says the new electrical parade. I, I, I do I, I do see that. It's not clear, but I can – you know how they say you can – as long as the first letter and the last letter is correct. Right, you, you can make it out, yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same thing here, yeah. Mm, okay, interesting. Well, they've so I stamped changed. my electrical parade. Oh, yeah, but okay. they've changed it. They still don't call it that. No, they call it Paint the Night, but, you know, it's Spectro Magic. It's not Spectro Magic. Spectro Magic was like... Uh, no, I'm saying Spectro Magic. They called it Spectro Magic, but everybody knew it was the new electrical parade over there. Okay, well, okay. It was at night, and it lit up. Doesn't mean it's the electrical parade. They didn't call it the electrical parade, that's for sure. It's just like this one you call the tragic one or whatever, the light, one I never saw. You saw Light Magic. Uh, you had to have seen Light Magic. I, I've seen videos of it. I've heard the music. But I never Slight saw it. magic. He had to have seen it. Yeah, I'm surprised. If you were a keyholder in those days, it's a Celtic one, right? Yes. No, I never saw it. Remember, I don't go out of my way to see parades. Any parade that I saw with you guys over the years is because we had a purpose. We were going to record it, something like that. I just don't line up to see a parade because I don't really find them that fascinating, except for Snowflake Girls. There's something to be said for that. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Do we have any more over-unders? No, no. The over-unders are done. So we, we touched on something I wanted to uh, – Mike scoffed, but I thought on my, our trip to NAB this year, Richard, you said it. you thought it was having an effect was this uh, demand pricing. Yeah, it's uh, – I got to say I – it, you know, it's kind of one of those hard things because people, when they're going to come to some place like Disneyland, if it's twenty dollars more a ticket, they're already spending a hundred. That twenty is not going to be that bit much bigger of a deal to them. But oh, really? have, you think so? <laughs> when when they're spending that type of money, they're they're going to go ahead and spend the extra money. Um, where yeah, it does have an effect? When, when they get here and realize, oh, you I, I wish we had. I wish we had video on this. I'd be going, huh? <laughs> yeah. Where, um, especially when you consider that more of our people, more of our guests are having multi-days, which I don't believe those are affected by the, uh, the. Uh, I think it's the single-day tickets that are only affected. But in any case, I already had a few guests that have come up to me saying that, yeah, they changed their plans to come in on a more value day. Because hey, they were saving money and they're coming in the middle of the week. The the uh, double edge on that being that during the week is when they all take some of the attractions down, going for various refurbishing type periods. But so if it's overly getting their value, if it's overly crowded, they raise the price, and if it's not very crowded, the price goes down. Is that the well, basics of it? Right, it, and it's scheduled because they'll they'll schedule the price to go on days that they're expecting high attendance See, and they're expecting. They listed it that it was 70 days of value, 70 days of high, and the rest are in the middle. That's about right. That they, sounds about when right. They, when they first released the news, they said very clearly, 70 days, that's only 70 days of high demand pricing. And then they balanced that with 70 days of cheap pricing. Okay, and what's cheap? 20 bucks less? Okay, I'll look since I'm still looking at the AP thing. All right. And, and, and then also you need to... Um, Expound a little bit of, on your vocal, in, you know, inclinations there when you were uh, sounding like you were disgusted by it. 
Oh no, I wasn't disgusted by it. I I just don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna help. No, I obviously raising the prices haven't helped because, you know, some people will say they're just greedy bastards that want more money. Others might argue they're trying to get the prices down by making it so expensive. But then you, you know, there's always that class argument that they're the people who would really like to enjoy it can't because it's not affordable, which has kind of become that way for me um, because I don't feel like calling Richard every Friday night and says, hey, let's bop down to the park because one, he won't leave me. And, you know, maybe the, the wife and I want to mac it out on some ride. But, you know, there's Richard sitting next to us because he's got to stay with his friends that he signs in, um, which has always been the rule. But it's been kind of relaxed for quite a while, you know. All right. So here you go. Regular pricing. No offense to you, Richard. That's just the policy. You know, you're supposed to, you know, stick with your people. Regular pricing. is watch them mac it out. That's right. $105. Versus. Peak pricing, $119. <laughs> So you save nineteen bucks or fifteen bucks. Fourteen dollars. Fourteen bucks. Value yeah. pricing ninety five dollars. Yeah. So uh, what is today the sixteenth? So the rest of this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are value pricing. Uh, starting the twentieth through the twenty sixth is regular pricing, and then peak pricing over the holiday weekend. Now, don't. I know a lot of people listen to us probably will think I'm an idiot, but personally, I don't think the park. For a one-day park, is worth ninety even the ninety-five dollars, because I'm gonna have to go in. If I'm gonna spend the whole day, and if I'm gonna spend that much freaking money, I'm gonna try to get there at opening. I'm gonna stay there till closing. I'm gonna eat there because it's not very convenient to leave the Disney property Um, by design. By design, yes. So I'm gonna spend probably another hundred dollars eating at least. Uh, and I can probably go without buying any trinket. But, you know, that's a serious investment that if I'm going to stand in line for a couple hours for every single thing I'm going on, I'm not going to feel like I got my value out of it. No. And here, listen. To, okay, and so. I would tend to agree with you. And the immersive experience that I experienced when I was a much younger individual, and I don't mean just as a kid, but, you know, when the parks weren't that crowded, you can kind of stand around and soak up the environment. I think right now, if you stand around soaking, try to soak in the environment, you're going to get run over or yelled at uh, because you can't even have a trolley go down Main Street without, like, five escorts around it to get, you know, the huddled masses out of the way. Yeah, It's like Ellis Island on Main Street sometimes. It's like, get the frick out of my... It's like, where are all these people coming from? You know? So, just a quick... Uh Get you an idea of how they're balanced this out, All right? So I already told you about May, June. The whole month of June is regular pricing. The middle, middle of the road pricing. The whole yeah, the whole month, which is majority of the days are the regular pricing. Like I said, only okay. seventy days of value, seventy days of peak, and the rest are regular. July, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays in July are peak pricing, and also to include Monday the fourth. See, I didn't know this was going to be scheduled. When I first heard it on the radio that they were announcing it, they actually said that it would it could vary day to day based on actual attendance. And I'm thinking, how oh, man, how can you plan? Yeah, for no, that? They, you know? they I'm sure they projected out. August goes back. You have some value days at the end of August, which is just like Florida, right? Except, well, that it wouldn't surprise me in Florida, but out here, yeah, I know, kidding. Well, you got to remember the Anaheim schools and a lot of the schools. I don't know about how it is with you, Mike, but the Anaheim schools all start about the second week of August. I think yes. my, I think my, yeah. I think the kids' first day of school is like the 11th of August. 
Yeah, they have pushed that up quite a bit. We started what in September, right? Yeah, like I remember us. Started, started right after uh, what was it Labor Day? All right, can I move on to something else? And we sure. beat this, what, this horse. Pricing I bringing you down. Yeah, it, it, it really is. <laughs> you know, cars have been in the shop lately. My son's car is probably virtually dead. We got to figure out a way to get rid of it. Um, I mean, it'll drive, but there's a problem that you know I'm just not going to invest money into Which it. Which car's that? It's the the piece of shit Mazda CX-7 <laughs> that I would, okay. wouldn't even give to my worst enemy, uh, but now have to consider selling to someone who's willing to take it off my hands. Um, it's been a piece so. of crap from the day one I bought it. I would never suggest Is anybody. Is this the one with the it. turbo issue? You got to let it run for 30 minutes? to. Yeah, uh, yeah, not quite that long, but yeah, it's, it's the turbo piece of shit. Well, this is the one he was suggesting to me years ago when he first got it. When we first got it, it seemed great. But from the first time I had to take it back for a service, it just went straight down the toilet. It's, yeah, I mean, it drove nice. It, it, you know, yeah, very. I was funny. So I, I've heard a few of those going by as I've been tapping through my iTunes, a bunch of those Adam Sandlers. Um, okay, so this is going to sound a little political when it starts. And Richard may not have credible information because of the way the park is set up these days um, and division of labor and all that. But they've, they've been talking on the radio all day today about the effects of the, I think it was Prop 47 in this state, in California. Oh, oh, yeah, the shoplifting. Where, yeah. where they pretty much made a lot of things misdemeanors that used to be, or I mean, I'm sorry, not even a misdemeanor, ticketable offenses. Um, and a lot of it's to get minor, supposedly minor offenders out of jail. Yet one guy who was was just in a shootout with the cops who was considered a nonviolent offender who had all kind because things get pleaded down they get changed just so they can get people out of the jails you know there's a reason they're in jail most people aren't ramrodded into jail i mean sure there's there's, there's always an exception yeah. but uh, you know when i hear all these statistics oh poor guy this poor guy that poor subdivision this if you did the crime don't be surprised that you're there but basically the the offenders here, the shoplifters, have become legal scholars. They have figured out that as long as they stay under like $950, and a lot of them like hit the 900 mark. They I, they said they actually there there's like professional groups of shoplifters going around, and they will add up. They will have calculators with them to make sure they don't steal too much, where it actually kicks up to the next level. And they were talking to some um, theft prevention. Uh, people today from major retailers saying when they bring them in, like I'm, I'm remembering my days as a Fox, just picked up two people, let's say for keychains, something that happens a lot. They're laughing. They'd be laughing at you as the supervisor when you got sat down in an office. You can't do anything to me. You can't arrest me. This is California. This is Prop 47. I might as well wear my shirt that says I'm a Prop 47 thief. You can't touch me as long as it's under 950 bucks. It's a ticket. Yeah, but Disneyland like can, can kick you out. They can kick you out, sure. And never but let you back get, in. They're not going to get any restitution. They're not going to get any of that crap like they used to be able to get. Because we've, you know, and they were talking about how Rudy Giuliani well, cleaned up New York. And basically now New York is slipping and sliding back into the crime-ridden place it used to be. L.A.'s shoplifting has gone, what they say, 47%, something like that. Yeah, it's shot that. up yeah. since this. And no. so what, here's what I'm wondering, uh, Shaft, and I don't expect you to have an answer, but I expect you to be able to um, make up one in a somewhat articulate way. Is Have you seen, has there been any talk that an uptick in the park for shoplifting? 
There has been no talk. I would not hear anything of that because that is so far removed from where I am nowadays. I'd have no clue. But okay, okay. I I I appreciate your honest answer. But there's a lot of things that you have no direct contact with that you've got major opinions like you were sitting in the room while well, the discussion it, was happening. So there's no like, you know, cast members and merchandise going, God, Richard, I can't believe how much shoplifting's going on these days. Well, I've been saying that for years. <sighs> But, um, no, you got to understand, the shoplifting detail, excuse me, the shoplifting detail has gone into a completely separate area. I totally understand that. I'm looking for honest frontline cast member bullshit about, you know, remember when we weren't even doing doing, um, Fox work at the time. Remember when Dick Tracy came out? And they sit out these like hundred or two hundred dollar jackets right by the freaking door with no, you know, cord up the arm and locked because in those days you don't do that. That makes things look unsafe. It's not friendly. And those things were disappearing out of those stores. And we weren't in that business at the time, but we heard it from the frontline cast members. I will tell you, nine tenths of your frontline cast members that are involved in merchandise have changed out to where we have a lot of kids there that don't give a damn i mean That's short of anything they don't care and they don't keep track of it they just well, quite, do quite frankly do their thing, and they don't bring any of this subject matter up I, I do agree that the millennials you know of course all the older generation right always look at the younger generations as being a piece of shit and they think the country's going to hell but i really do wonder with these millennials who don't really give a shit about a, a lot of rule but and law the and order is that, going we, to hell. that yeah uh, that we think of, you know, they they don't re- no, I, they don't seem to relate to some of the the kind of law and order. I see it with all my own kids sometimes, and I'm like, really? You really think that I, way? I'm like, what the? I I I really That's honestly have not seen or heard of anything. I agree. Any changes have gone on 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 any of that stuff. And so it's so just, now your task is to go find out. I'm kind of curious. I I would think some of your supervisors get briefed on this kind of stuff. You would think they would hear things. I mean, it doesn't have to be rock solid. I'm just kind of curious. If it's happening in the general areas, if if they're reporting it on the radio, you know it's a big problem. I get the occasional call that they think something's going on. I go, of course, there's nothing I can do. I'll go over there, show the flag. Um. Usually, I find out that it's, oh, well, so-and-so looked like, like I had one the other day. So-and-so looked like they were going to steal something. Well, did you actually <laughs> see anything? No. Okay, so would you, you didn't see anything. And is anything missing? No. So when you say you go show the flag, you're talking about your Cracker Jack box badge that you wear or your brooch? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the brooch and all that fun Cracker stuff. Cracker Jack yeah. badge. <laughs> well, tell, you can't call tell, it a badge. It's not a real badge. It's a it's a, it's a Cracker Jack box toy. Um, now close to there, it. There has been a change. Uh, this because I we talked about again. We talked about this on um, our way to to Vegas for the big uh, film and TV convention. Before before we go into that, can I just make a couple quick observations on forty seven that you were commenting on? Oh, sure, sure. Even um, though it's not that kind of a show, I just I would want to give you an know, idea but, of why I was just, asking the question. Yeah, it's, 
the first thing I was going to say is most of that stuff ended up being tickets and getting kicked out of the park in the past anyway. So I really don't see that much of a change I outside people, the way prosecuting goes uh, on I, to it. I'd say seven out of ten of my brought into the par- into the office were arrests. And the other thing is restitution. So you're going to ignore that, right? I'm going to ignore that because I'm just watching. The, I was just watching the majority that I was watching. So well, my observation. So the other thing is uh, the restitution, the civil demand. That's a civil uh, caper under the penal code, which is separate from the criminal code. So that wouldn't change. And that would be entirely on whether Disney wants to pursue it or not. I don't know. I, I don't think so necessarily but you know again i'm not a lawyer i don't play one on tv i don't even play one here but if if it's not an arrestable offense you gotta remember even sometimes even though i I would arrest somebody it's just an offense remember sometimes i'd arrest somebody but they didn't go off in the paddy wagon yeah or even the back of the police car they were cited and released but they were technically arrested but does it that's what a ticket is it's a cite and release no, no. There's a difference between actually being arrested and just a, a ticket. You get a, you're, you're not arrested when you're pulled over and given a ticket. You're cited for something you did wrong. You should, but you know, especially with minors. Of course, they're usually released to the parents. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I think if if the law says you can't be arrested, to go after them civilly is pointless because there's no teeth if it's not uh, an arrestable offense anymore. You know, it's what's the point. I think we'll have to defer to the Esquire on this one. Uh, he won't even comment on that. Remember, he's a lawyer again. Speaking of the Esquire, though, something came. Oh, what was it? Now I'm going to forget, so it doesn't matter. I was thinking about it earlier, um, but uh, it was we we spent about I don't know four hours in Buffalo Wild Wings. I I've never actually sat in a bar that long, just shooting the shit and watching sports. It was a very uh, nice afternoon. Was away he, from the park. He was. He was. A, was he furiously watching his hockey team? Because hockey did... base. Yes, hockey, baseball, and then a friend of his out here. She was. You know, everybody's teams, and yeah, uh, it, it was fun. Did he, uh, did he talk about his his new little club? Uh, I don't know what he wants to talk publicly on okay. the you know okay. the air about. I just, I just want to know if he talked to you about his new club. A simple we, yes we, or no. A simple yes we, or no. We covered a lot of subjects that I probably wouldn't repeat on air. Okay. Um, hey, as, as long as we're getting shout-outs to uh, our listeners and our friends, um, you remember Carl, our yes. friend from Texas. Uh, when I was in Texas last August, he took me to a little barbecue place called Terry Black's. Wonderful, wonderful food. Got a chance to go out there last week again. Had to go hit Terry Black's. Still just awesome as always. I'm kind of glad that you brought up um, Carl, and if he's listening, he'll know what I mean. You can cancel that thing that you do. Um, it's much appreciated, but probably not that necessary anymore, and I appreciate the support, but it can definitely be canceled. Um, that thing you do. That thing you do, and he knows what that thing you do, and it's it's it's, it's very appreciative. But- play tone records? That's yeah, right. Play, play tone records, yeah. Um, so anyways, we're going to move on. Yes, we're moving on. And, you know, you interrupted kind of wanting to go back to something and I forgot what we were. Oh, yes. Um, some things have changed at the main gates or I should say prior to the main gates with security. They're now using, uh, metal detectors, not 
quite as, uh, let's say, as demanding as some other theme parks. But I understand randomly now you can get wanded. Yes. And I understand it's actually being done finally by even bag check, even though they're not wearing security costumes because that's sure no, not they're wearing security anymore. now. Oh, they've changed. Okay, because last I heard uh, by one of the uh, the Utes, they said no, they look like the other people that have always been there. Um, but now they're wearing the security costume. It's it's all under security. Okay. Um, I don't think I don't know if that's going to make it any better, especially since you don't really look like security, unlike Florida's. Um, so what? Which aren't licensed security? They don't have to be a guard card out there. Be, no, no, they don't have to be. Well, quite honestly, I think the guard card's full of shit and worthless, anyways. Uh, I think our security force was, in a lot of respects, better. I'm not saying just because I was there, but way back, I think some of the procedures. You know, were, you, you, that's what you're saying, but that's fine. That's okay. I, I understand that. There, I mean, there are th some things you guys have changed that are positive and good, but I think overall, when I look at the quality of the people I see uh, holding up the uniform. Yeah, no. <laughs> Come on. Personally, I use starch. I there, there were, there were standards. There was this thing called standards when I was there. Um, but... I mean, Mike knows about that. I think he was told something and turned away because he might have been a half an inch too short. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> just give me a little. Should have grow, grew more hair, Mike. That would have been fine. Uh, you know that I think it, it had to do with the, the other dude in the room with me. No, I agree. I, I totally agree that that three person interview thing. After having done it twice and saw how things worked, I, my my belief is back in those days that it, on average. They might have turned three people away at some point, but they never picked more than one. It was like they're looking for the one gym out of the three or the one possibility to get that second interview, you know, in the area where they're going to suggest you work. Um, and if there's a one real high shiner in there and you're an average, well, I'm not saying you were the average Joe, but did you feel that way? Did they, did they, as you were walking out, did they say like, hey, Joe, could you hold on for a second? No, they, they, it was just me and one other guy. Oh, so it wasn't see, both times. wasn't three of us. It was me and one other guy. Another guy who's a little bit uh, I want to say weird. It's a little weird. Did he, get, did he get held back, or did you both get a? We ejected? both got we both got shown the door. Oh, okay. Because to both times I interviewed, once right out of high school uh, before I went to work at Knotts, and then the the job fair you and I both went to, three people, and in both times one person was held back. I. Me on the second one, but in the high school one, one person, hey, Missy, could you stay and talk for me for a second? I'm sure she got a second interview. Yeah. I it just, you know, after going through it the second time, you know, years later, and I was the one who was held back. I just thought that was their method. I guess in your case, for whatever reason, I, I don't, I really don't understand as being a vet and all that right thing that you didn't get considered or hired. I, I was really surprised. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, you fogged a mirror up. I know that. I, <laughs> Nowadays, mean, I know the standards yeah. was a little more than that, but uh, uh, there was no reason I would think to turn you away. You know, so I, I was really surprised. Still, I'm surprised by that. But uh, thirty years later, you know, shit happens, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what? I, maybe you don't want to give the secrets away, but is is the wanding just totally random, or you know? Uh, does something spark it? Have have they have they coordinated the issue about what 
length of camera lens can't go in and out of the park and what equipment can't go in and out of the park. Cause that was the thing that always frustrated me. The stupid ticket takers would say, Oh, your lens is too big. I'd go in the park and see like five dozen lenses twice the size as mine. And I was having a little lens envy, you know, and there was never any coordination. Same with tripods, same, you know, just absolutely had no idea what one hand was doing when the other hand was doing something else, you know? Um, a main gate, different operation. It it's it's it goes under like with the undercover stuff and everything. It's an area that I don't work with, so I can can neither. I was watching Mission Impossible. Confirm or deny. Weekend. I can neither confirm nor deny any mission, past or present. So are they, are they out of the same security office, or are they totally a different department? Uh, they are in the same division. We'll put it that way. Right. They're part so, of the Security and Emergency Services Division. But you, you will never work there, and they will never work where you work. Correct, Mundo. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that it's finally in security's hands, but I'm not sure if a whole lot's going to change. But it, I thought that position always should have been security, but they should look like security, too, in my, yeah. my opinion, not like busboys. And... Um, as far as camera lenses, I'd like to, like you said, I'd like to tell you that they have it under control, but you will always get that one person that will make an arbitrary decision on their own that says they don't like your camera or whatever else the case might be. From being in the park, in the parks, plural, and standing there, the only thing I have ever been instructed is what is the use of the camera? Because we have a lot of people yourself included that use very professional equipment but take personal pictures with it so no, what's I, the difference between you and the person really personal pictures <laughs> well please you know what i mean <laughs> but you know you know it's you funny know, about that but what's is, the difference um, between you to, you just you just happen to have a nicer camera than my cell phone is what's the difference from you taking pictures of your kids from me taking pictures with my kids right. and we had a little bit of that problem even when i was there we get called someone's using professional equipment in the home. yeah well, and, what qualifies professional equipment? And then on the flip side, I know that you've got an angst towards certain lenses because I remember once, why do these people need these fluorite lenses? They don't need these lenses in the park. Hey, it well, just happens to be that's the L-series Canon I, lens. Get over that's, it, buddy. That's that's lens lens envy. Okay. So um, as far as tripods, the it used to be they had a comment that they didn't like the tripods, but the last instruction I was given is tripods are okay so long as they're not being used in a high-crowded area that it could become a trip hazard. Yeah, or, you know, like me, when we were in Florida, I was up against a rail in Tomorrowland shooting the castle, and and I was straddling. It should have been perfectly fine until some freaking family wasn't watching their kid who was dodging under people's legs and cutting in and out through the crowd rather than being in the road with the family and knocked yeah. into my camera tripod. And all those who were at that mouse fest will remember my colorful metaphors because, <laughs> I, you know, I grabbed the camera in time, but it's like, what the, you know, again, the society who, you know, doesn't want to deny kids anything or say no to anybody and give them a trophy just for showing up. Well, see, in that, in, in that case, I would say you were being a responsible person by straddling the tripod and blocking it with your body to say, hey, this is a spot you don't want to walk in. What I've been looking for, and I haven't found them yet, is what you get, or not you guys, but what those those people that take pictures around the park, they've got these cool little feet that the tripods sit in at night 
that have like little LEDs in them. Oh yeah, those are cool. I gotta I've say, been looking I, for I don't know where they. I'll see if I can find out is where it, they come from. Is that to help keep people from tripping over it or what? I, I think so. You can see it. Yeah. Now, granted, I haven't spent hours looking for them, but they're the coolest thing. I think if you're shooting, even yourself, sometimes you turn around. It's dark. It's like you didn't see the stick. Uh, you know, like when Richard and I were out at the Grand Canyon Caverns out in the middle of BFD nowhere on Route 66, it was freaking dark. You know, we're trying to get like the night sky and the stars. And you could barely see your hand in front of your face, let alone where the, your tripod feet were. Um, so it had been nice to have that little guide to, to know where, where it is. It's just kind of a cool little Very, little, little very thing. cool spot, Mike. Strongly recommend take the wife and kids out there maybe this summer or whenever Grand Canyon Caverns. You could do it in a weekend. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's a weekend trip. It's a weekend trip. Uh, so let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else that has been popping up in the radar. Oh, I know. <laughs> I already know Richard's answer. I don't know. We, we, we're we at this uh, almost an hour and a half here. Okay. I guess for the for the first show coming back, I guess going long isn't that big of a deal. Well, I would say we, um, should, we should, you know. Okay, let's make this the last thing because I'm okay. sure this will take a while and draw some heated debate. When we're driving to um, NAB again, the filmmakers and TV show in uh, Florida, or I mean <laughs> Las Vegas, sorry. That was a long drive. Yeah, my son came with us because he's, I, uh, you know, a little buddy that. filmmaker at film school. So he's got a couple of friends at work at the park. And he asked Richard, which I thought was the wrong person to ask because, again, frontline cast members don't know shit, right? Yeah. Uh, Asked basically about cutbacks in the park being being a direct result to Shanghai Disney Disneyland being over budget. Of course, Richard agreed and thought that was, you know, there's lots of uh, directly related. And there's a lot of bitches out there in mice chat, you know, writing all their typical colorful articles with all these non-stated sources, you know, typical bullshit. Um, well. There, there was one really in-depth article, and I don't remember where I saw it. It might have been on LinkedIn, but it took all these line items and all these naysayers, like the mice chat people were saying, and dispelled every single one of them. And when I really started to think about it and, and try to analyze it, it made perfect sense. And I started to think about my experience and and you know, home development, not that on the development side, but, you know, I talked to the guys who did the development side and thinking about the budgets and the money and how it's allocated and blah, 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 blah. I thought, you know, this guy actually has really thought this through and applied his industry knowledge. I forgot what his background was at the time. I'd have to search and try to find this article again. And basically saying, no, it, there, there's no direct correlation between cutbacks in the park in the in the domestic parks and the overages at Shanghai Disney. So, Mike, you said you'd read some articles about well, it. Okay, no, no. I, I don't say read articles. I've, I've been to the same, uh, how should we say, fan-generated <laughs> yeah. content. But um, the, I, you know, I was in Florida in, in March. And I got to yeah. I, and what was that for? That was some kind of junket for work. I wouldn't call it a junket. It's the same user conference I go to every spring. I just want to know that you know the people of the Inland Empire know what they're paying for in their tax money. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's the it's the it's annual user conference to 
Be- and this year it was in where, where exactly was it in Florida? Was it at the convention? The no, one it was at the hol- it was at the Holiday Inn there on inter- not on International but on uh, Hotel Hotel Circle. The you know oh that's very cool. You know, half a block down from right. Disney so it's really hard to like not go to the park because you've got free time, right? I didn't uh, have, at night or whatever. I didn't have that much free time, and I I didn't go uh, seeking out friends that I have to sign me in or anything. I hooked up with Earl my last day there and he took me into Epcot. We had, you know, we shared a beer and we shared some food, but he did, he mentioned that, you know, the sentiment in Florida is that Shanghai has some, has had some effect on operations there. And I'd, I'd be interested to, to read this article that you claim that this guy claims that, Everybody who's saying it is is wrong. And yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to paraphrase some of it and tell me. But I, if, I wonder you know, where he's getting his agree. information. Well, I I think again, like frontline cast members probably get their information. Um, you know, Richard was saying, you know, like I'm putting words into his mouth so he can jump in if if he feels I'm misrepresenting what he said. Well, I know you're going to misrepresent. No, me, I, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm, just make I'm the blanket gonna, statement now, Richard. I get it. No, I'm not, yeah. not going to try to misrepresent, but he's saying basically, you know since they're so over budget and they're behind, you know, delayed opening that they've got to make up that money somewhere. So if you um, cut shows or cut the hours of operation at restaurants, you know, you can try to save that money uh, that's being spent as an overage to the cost in Shanghai. Is that, I mean, that's paraphrasing, but isn't that basically what you were getting at? That's the word on the street. Yes. Okay. Um, Here's okay. My understanding, what what Greg explained to me on this article, is that when you have a very large construction project, whether it's a housing project or whether it's building a Disney resort, there is a set plan that okay, your budget is for four years to build this, and that if it goes over, there are set plans for overages and other things that where you will get the money to be able to build that and continue on. And I understand that part of it. What I also understand is you're planning for a four-year construction, and on year five, you should start – start. you won't be in black, but you'll start making some money in to where you're going to be able to offset some of those costs so that by year eight or nine, you're going to be in black and you're going to start actually making money on the resort. What I have seen in the past, and I see no reason to question it currently – is when some of these projects have gone 12, 15, 20 or more months overdue and you're working on a budget that was anticipating having an offset by money by income coming in and that's not there and you're still bleeding money out you need to get that offset covered by something else and that offset is covered by removing other areas of the budget, it slows things down. It will slow down okay. some development in parks. It will slow down uh, development in the studios so, so, and television. So let me ask you this. ESPN has been, from what I understand, just anecdotal articles I've read and seen some things posted here, that in, in, uh, ESPN viewership is down. Okay. I don't know okay. if people agree or not agree. I wouldn't know. I, I've heard those articles, no. but I've also heard articles on the reverse of that, too. Okay. So I couldn't let's, tell let's, you either. Let's just make an assumption that ESPN's viewership is way down, and so their ad revenue is way down. Okay, We'll just use this as an, a kind of an example, okay? Okay. Do we need to cut back at the park? 
No, you cut back at ESPN. No, oh, why wouldn't you cut cut back at the park? I mean, it's it's a company owned thing, so if it's bleeding, because, you got to make but, up the but, money but somewhere. But parks and resorts, because ESPN is, its own, is yeah. worth four and a half billion dollars. What are the What do you think the parks and resorts are worth? Okay, but again, you, if you're gonna if if you equate everything to action and, reaction, like re, remember when Richard, I think it was Richard's theory. I don't think it was yours, Mike. That every time a new attraction opened, they closed one. And they never no, I've never back. said that. You said that last time when we were on our way to Vegas. So you said I said Mike's, that, and I've never said that. Maybe I, it was Mike's um, uh, analogy. Somebody on this show, no, sure wasn't me, because I don't agree with that analogy at all. I completely disagree some, with some, it as well. Some is um, unplanned coincidence, you know, that things just happened to be closing while other things were opening, uh, other than directly robbing AAs from but, America Sings for – Splash, and not to say that that show didn't need to be closed, anyways. Um, you know, there's so, anyways, so, but it's a company asset that's let's say bleeding money. So, okay. don't, but they don't sell with your analogy, but they don't continue with your analogy. If ESPN is bleeding money and it's part of the ABC television group, guess what? ABC might be losing some money out to be able to help oh, cover some of that. ABC television shows. Group Radio. Huh. And in the meantime, wait, wait. They cancel shows. Some people have said that Carter got canceled. Castle's getting canceled. Um, what's what's Carter? I don't Agent, know Carter. That. Agent Carter. Marvel, oh, Agent Carter. Marvel's Agent Carter canceled. Um, is it? it it's not. A, it's not a result of low viewership. Some it? people know. Some people are intimating it's because ESPN's losing money, and so ABC Television has to cut corners to make up for the fact that the viewership is down on ESPN. So ABC loses shows. Castle, okay, come now, on, Castle. People, that show is still highly rated and it's getting whacked. Well, well, that okay. Again, that that's a decent analogy to go by, and is you have to look at the numbers. It's, it's similar it's, business, right? Okay, so is, is your Castle, Shanghai well, Resort is bleeding is, now. It's going to come out of the Parks and Resort budget. No, no, no. Is Castle um, ad revenue still what it was? Actually, what I've been looking at because one of the few ABC shows I actually still watch is Modern Family. And what Karen and I have noticed is it seems to be when they're trying to kill a show, they really screw with the schedule. Um, Modern Family, for example, went almost a month without a new show. Then they had a new one. Now it's been Take a, a week, week off, or two. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what the F? People tune out when it's not consistency on show schedule, just like our show, right? Yeah, you know, we'll, ne we'll never get the audience back. We'll never get those five people back. No, because they, they, they won't believe us. They won't yeah, believe us when we say we get five more people. Yeah, maybe we'll least, get a six this time. Well, at least we didn't issue, uh, you know, a, a little light saying our show would never come back, and here's a collectible. Um, oh. <laughs> Ooh. See, I don't know about Castle. I don't know if it's that hot. It's what been on nine or ten years. Eight know, how seasons. It was trying to get a ninth, and then they uh, released. Uh, one of the main characters, and but you know the girl. They said her contract wasn't renewed, and, but they got everybody else renewed. Oh wait, and one other female got cut, and they renewed everybody else. And then they said just Monday, not Monday. Dana, whatever her name or whatever her Stana, name is. Stana, 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 Stana. Stana. Yeah. yeah, without her, it I mean the castle. It kind of revolves around her. It'd be kind well, of weird them. not to have it's it their relationship, her. right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's out. So. They were going to make a season nine without her, and then a month later they said, no, we're actually canceling altogether. Well, why did they cut her out? Was it for money? 
was she making too much? If you read the credits, you know the principal characters they get they get cast money and they also get listed as a producer to get extra cash, right? Well, well, see that that's the thing I you know learned from a friend of ours that has been on the producing side still, but with a different company now. It was with Disney for a while, um, and I used to say, you know, why don't these actors take like the back end on TV like they do in film? There is no back end, he, according to him. They that each episode for a lot of. Uh, production companies is its own LLC. They spend every single dime. There's no back end in television like there is in film. So what a lot of these guys do, they might come on for the first season. They're just actors. And then, oh, they want more control or more money. So they become producers. Well, they, the show cost has just increased because now these guys are producers in addition to being actors. And you, because you, like a show like King and Queen, King of Queens could price themselves off of TV because now every Tom, Dick, and Harry on the show is a, is a producer. A, yeah. um, I don't know if it's I, – I, I'm going to mix it up, but uh, one of my uh, – Tim, uh, Richard knows – oh, you, you too, uh, Tim Mike. Tim Greenwood, yeah. Yeah, we, we did his live show that one time. I, I don't know if it's uh, – is it Dick Wolf that does some of those um, uh, drama, cop drama, courtroom drama things? Um, Name sounds right. Yeah, you know, like a not. Yeah, I, I don't think it's cool. NCIS, but it's one of those shows. And he says on, on that guy's, and it might, it may or may not be Dick Wolves, but on one of those type of shows, if an actor says, "Hey, I want to be a producer," the guy will say, "Find another show." I don't. I don't hire producers. I hire actors. Basically, he's never gonna. None of those actors are ever gonna be producers on the show. That's not the way he's set up to operate, and just not gonna happen. Sure, and I, you know, you know he's producer. He doesn't need he doesn't need partners. I get it, right? And I, I totally get that. Um, so, anyways, but let's go back. So, I found the article, and one of the um, the things says, says to start one basic rule of accounting is that capital expenditures, money spent on constructions, new equipment, buying land, is accounted for differently than money for operations, such as paying employees. If Disney had to pay more than it planned to build Shanghai Disneyland. That's a hit to its capital budget. No amount of cutting operational budgets will change that. All right? Does that make sense? Right. Okay, so if Disney wants to offset an unexpected expense in its capital budget, it would need to do that by delaying or canceling another construction project, let's say Star Wars Land. Now, there's a strong consensus within the analysis community that Disney already did that by delaying Star Wars Land for nearly two years. And I would argue that hmm. they didn't have enough time to really develop a land and attractions. And I've still kind of wondered if they had enough time. But says, yes, the company was waiting for the start of the new trilogy. And yes, the company's board sent the original plans back to Imagineering for another go. It is possible, even likely, that Disney would have ended up delaying Star Wars land even if it never started the project in Shanghai. But it's a lot easier for Disney's management to justify those capital delays when Shanghai is running over budget. So what about the loss of six months of income? That is an operational issue. But in accounting terms, that delay was a one-time extraordinary event. One-time items such as get-out-of-jail-free cards that companies hand to analysis, hoping not to be punished for a loss, doesn't reflect an ongoing problem in the company. Disney doesn't have to make cuts to balance that. Analysts know what's up. Now, there's a lot more to this article than that, but that's the basics of how it started out. And 
knowing how like a lot of the housing companies work, you know, they get money for a, and a lot of times it's investor money, bank money. They get money for this housing project. Then they, for that next housing project, they get a separate account for that or separate money. So if this one's delayed a little bit, it's not affecting that one. Maybe could they hold it back a few months before starting? Yes. But the money to pay me as the architect is coming out of the new balance, not the old balance. And a lot of times, we I mean, I can't tell you how many times I got paid to do full sets of plans for like three or four models that never got built because either funding fell through or something made them pull out of a deal, but they'd already spent money on the next, you know, let's say the pre-planning for the next project. So a lot of this makes sense to me accounting-wise. Now, on the other hand, that doesn't mean that, you know, kiss-ass Disney micromanaging mid-level managers and such don't try to look good by cutting and oh, showing that, that really the, the, the company is doing something to offset it. But it's like separate funds. It's like, you know, having money in all kinds of different banks, you know, and if that one bank goes under, doesn't mean your money's lost over there that's paying employees. You still got the money that you allocated for employees, has nothing to do with losing money on the other side. Now, granted, you and me would think, well, we want to make that money up, right? You've, you've lost it. But, um, you know, it's like playing with... Uh, send send, me, know, send the, me the link to that. I want to read that. All right. I'll, I'll put it uh, uh, I'll put it in the, the window. It's like... Um, oh, man, I had okay, that thought. You kind of interrupt me. Sorry. That's okay. That's where, okay. It happens. Where is this going? Uh, all right. You know, basically, there's there's one I did I did make the comment that I've seen this happen before with the company, and it might just be something that the company automatically does that as we're getting ready to open something up, we start toning things back on the other resorts. Well, okay. So Greg, it, you... I mean, it might it might be an already set plan on things, but it has been something I have noticed in the past, and I, I it seems to be happening as well on this and. You know, I can understand. Yeah, you're not going to be cutting into the capital if you're only going one one budget overdue. But we're now what two and a half years late on this project. Well, here's a here's a good good a good um, paragraph that kind of sums up some of that. Richard it says, of course, all Disney's capital and operational expenses get thrown together in a company's bottom line. But and any corporate executive who wants to keep her his or her job wants that bottom line to look as black and flat as possible. But any analyst with the ability to read a spreadsheet looks far beyond the bottom line. They know exactly what's happening in Shining High. Nothing that Disney does stateside will hide that. I mean, no, that's it, true. You know, it's it's a different bot. You know, I mean, yes, it's a grand bottom line, but it's got some separate expenses, and uh, it's worth the read, whether or not you believe it. That no, I you know. No. I understand it, and and it makes perfect sense. You're absolutely right. It does. Okay, here's I already see one. I already see one problem with what's, his logic. What what stood out to you? So what about the loss of six months' income? That is an operational issue, but in accounting terms, that delay is a one-time extraordinary event. It is not a one-time extraordinary event. It, it's it it will become a one-time extraordinary event once the place opens. So right now, it's just a loss. It's not an extraordinary event. Because the event is ongoing, you know what I'm saying? It's well. Well, now you mentioned you say six months. Richard says two years. I I don't know. I didn't I, really follow the I'm, project, so I don't I'm know just reading it. what this guy says. Yeah, you know, I know, I know said, that. He but... says a six month loss, a six month income is an operational issue. Accounting terms delay is a one time extraordinary event. It will be once the place opens. Then you can take your accounting 
uh, you can take your hit to your your you know your your books once right, you determine right. that. But until it's been determined, it's a loss without a without an offset. Well, you know, I, I think yeah, I think what he's saying though is when you come to the end of the year and you're 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 playing all those budget things you do, that's going to be a one. That's going to be then, a one line on yes, there for whatever. Now, if it goes eight months, if it goes ten months, yes. that's what they'll show in the accounting sheets. But they're losing the money now. So how do right, you? But how the, do you, the so money, How do you keep? How do you help lessen the money being lost now? You well, cut I think you go back elsewhere. up. You go back up to the other line of capital expenditures, construction stuff like that no, doesn't come out of the same I've, budget. I've left that behind. I'm looking at the operational issue. Right, but they're not operating yet, so yes. You know, the, so it's money that they are expecting an operating income that's not coming in. Okay, okay. Well, there's there's the thought I had, and you brought me back to it by mistake, but <laughs> um, but it goes back to what I was going to say. You hear all the time, like we we had this one guy who had collected like old buttons and pins from the park, and he used to tell me how much his his. Uh, thing was worth his collection like he he just hammered at my wife to get the 1982 grad night that he didn't have and that was a year she went there was no way she was going to let it go not that it was worth money to her it was just an intrinsic great memory there's something you couldn't put a price on to her it was just the thing she'd never get rid of um now granted today maybe the right amount of money but um his his stuff isn't worth shit unless he's willing to sell it and someone's willing to pay him that much for it. Correct. So it's like right now, my house is worth what I think is an ungodly amount of money. But that's on paper. It's not worth anything until I want to sell it. And then can I actually get that ungodly price for it, right? A lot of times there's paper value, paper losses, but they never actually really occur. It's all it's all accounting tricks. Well, so. Well, like yes. Euro Disneyland, right? They said, oh, man, we're losing all kinds of money on Euro Disneyland. W tell me one person that expects to make a billion-dollar investment back in one year. I mean, you, it's it's not possible. It's like we, we think so short-term in the States versus, you know, some European, especially Asian uh, companies who think in the, you know, terms of like 10, 20 years, and they're they're willing to take – long you know losses on a longer basis than we are we want to see like immediate response so we're losing we're lo we're, we're not making selling tickets this week so hey we're gonna cut the food and wine festival or something oh, I, 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 that I doesn't think... make up for you know it you can't even quantify those costs next to each other they're not even in the same comma three zero lines to make up for what their overages are you know you can, think... cut, you can cut all the shows you want Shut down an attraction for a year. You're not going to make up that many zeros that this project's gone over budget or the delay of income you're getting. So I I, I, I call bullshit because it's what typical fandom does. Disney makes a change and they don't like it. So they go moan to the Internet and they become instant experts. And I'm not saying I'm one here, but I understand this guy's thinking. It could be totally wrong, but it makes sense to me versus blaming everything you don't like about the park saying you'll never go back again you're not giving disney your money yet what happens disney just reported that it's it's uh park attendance is up so obviously it's not pissing people off that much they just want to bitch and moan okay well there's one more thing in here he says that 
that yeah, I think is, is off. Yeah. It says, Disney, okay, go ahead. it says Disney always cuts labor hours in the shoulder season between spring and the start of summer. There is no yeah. sh- there is no shoulder season between spring and the start of summer. See, you know, let's find Richard says that too, but the um I, I smoke you know, go to the gorillas um uh the smoking gorilla lounge on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And one is to oh I forgot to mention that. We should mention that later, you know, shameless plugs. But um one of the girls or one of the the guys, uh his daughter um is a chef at Disneyland. And She's, you know, she was a fandom first. She a big fanboy, but she talks about slow periods, and you know, to hear Richard claim it, it might a little bit might be hyperbole. I don't know. It's like it never slows down, but occasionally I hear people, you know, friends of ours that have come from out of state saying, "Oh man, I've been walking on attractions today. It's been great." But you ask Richard, or this, you know, there's never a day where you can just walk on an attraction. You know, so I'm confused because even the night Richard and I went, by the time it slowed down at night, it was a little busy at first. It slowed down that ride weights weren't anything extraordinary. Now, during the day, it might have been a zoo, but at night it wasn't too bad. So where's the balance there? There's got to be some sure, – if they're lowering the price during certain periods of time, there's got to be some – and maybe we don't notice it, but an appreciable difference in seventy days, right? Seventy days. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, that's that's. I don't know if that's just another bean counting marketing thing that some guy thought, hey, we're going to get some, we're going to increase some attendance because we tell those people it's cheaper these days. We're going to increase. You know, who knows? I don't know. And I'm not there. I'm not a frontline cast member like Richard, so I give the benefit of the doubt. But the one time I was in there, I didn't think some of. You know, his things were equating, but he then admitted we don't go to the park a lot because it's so crowded. But I'm thinking this was a kind of a nice night. It wasn't that crowded. Well, who were we with? We went to see the Star Wars Space Mountain. We, it was which, the three of us. It was the three of us. It wasn't that bad at night. Star Wars was crowded or the Space Mountain. But, yep. you know, the new overlay was there and those kind of things are always expected to be crowded. But, I mean, pirates look like a walk on. There was a lot of things that weren't that bad i mean we waited what maybe 30 minutes for the mansion overlay but that's not uncommon and the hatbox ghost was fairly new not real new but fairly new so i didn't find that extraordinary now if it had been all the way outside the gates queuing up and down on the side i would have said fuck that i can go you know i'll do it another time right (laughs) so i think it's everybody's everybody's got a perception of what they consider slow or busy or what they'll tolerate and they'll not tolerate so there's got to be some slow period. Ah, not like they used to be. Yeah, that I totally agree, Richard, because I, I mean, I used to take Kendra, the first kid to the park in my days off sometimes. I mean, you you could Christmas Eve, I could count my first foreman shift. I talked about this. I could literally count the people that were in the park and I kept seeing the same people and over and over. The place was yeah. empty and it closed at six o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say it yeah. was, during, during it the week. It was magic. December 10 to 6. The, the... It was it was <laughs> Disney magic. You couldn't have had a better yep. time. Yeah, the there, there was there was days back then where I swear the cast members outnumbered the guests. Oh, I I don't doubt it at Highly all. Possible, I, yeah. it, it was wonderful. Now I, it, that may not happen, but it may be maybe what we used to consider a crowded summer is is a low spring day now. I, I that'd I be terrible say... if that's the truth. Well, hey, yeah. Okay. Have you ever been there on Christmas Day or the day after Christmas? No. Okay. So you, you or have you been there on the Fourth of July? 
once. Okay, and was that modern times or no. back no, in our no, younger before days? the empire, <laughs> before okay. the dark so, times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you don't I I don't mean this maliciously, but you don't have anything to compare to the actual most crowded days of the year, and I, I mean that correct. I, mean, I know what you mean, and I'm not offended, yeah. and and happily I don't have a frame of reference. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll tell you, I'll never, I'll never go back to Disney World this spring break because. Um, though my son and I had a great trip, it was miserable in the Magic Kingdom. It, there was nothing enjoyable trying to get into Tomorrowland. It, I really wanted to hit people. It, it really got <laughs> so bad. And, you know, people people in crowds are dumb. They just, like, yes. you know, friends of ours, they're sheep. They're, they're stupid. And I hate stupid. I mean, I may be stupid individually, but stupid as a group is worse. Um, so Yes, it is. Well, I mean, it's like it, what it, Thomas it, Jefferson it, said: "A person's smart, but people are dumb." I thought uh, Agent K said that. Yeah, he was quoting Thomas Jefferson. Oh, well, I'm sure he's not going to John Adams, where one person, let's see, was it one two people? people are, no, no, that, 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 three, three people to Congress. One, <laughs> like that. one useless individual is a disgrace. Two, two are a law firm, firm, and three or more are Congress. Congress. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I mean, Earl has described standing at the emergency exit doors for the Hall of Presidents, standing there, and a few more people gather, and a few more people gather, and a few, because they think those doors are going to open to a show. And he'll just slowly walk away. <laughs> and there are the sheep standing at emergency exit door because, of course, it's like looking up into the sky. Yeah. What do you see? Don't you see that? Next thing you know, oh, people I love are seeing, doing that with oh, people all the time. Uh, it's 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 frustrating. So, while I'm not saying that Shanghai isn't directly affecting the parks, I think some of the excuses that people use, like they use for every time something doesn't go right, John Carter failed, so we're going to cut the parks. Two different budgets. No, it's film, not, you know, we know film is not spilling over onto theme parks. We we you know we're do not, we? Yeah, we've already established oh, we're not that. You and I may think that, but I've seen stuff online that just, you know, well, okay. I, I just wonder where these people form opinions. It's, it's amazing. Up their ass. <sighs> yeah. And I, when I saw, I read the, I don't know if I read the whole mice chat thing. I'm like, you got to no, be no, no, fucking kidding me, you know? That's too, so, okay. So when we were kicking around, you know, and starting this up, someone mentioned beauty sleep. Are we, but are we butting up against that? I'm sorry. Beauty sleep? Someone oh, oh, someone oh. mentioned that they needed beauty sleep, and I'm asking that individual for butting up against that. I'm used well, to be- I'm, I'm, I'm still doing good right now. All right. I'd say so. I'm used to being up to about 2 in the morning every day, so no. big deal. I'm, I'm used to getting up at 2 in the morning, so. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Oh, we're not talking about because you have to urinate every two hours. Oh, <laughs> yeah, large prostate <laughs> notwithstanding. Uh, <laughs> okay, Let me so- show you something. No, no thank you. So a little shameless plug. Okay. I have been. I don't know if either of you guys have even looked at it. Or I even saw the it. one video you posted. I watched the first two minutes and said, "That's that's I can't." Yeah, if you're not into cigars, you're not going to want to watch it. But I have been shooting a cigar review show, and so far, I mean, the hits aren't great, but they're climbing. And if you go look at any of the other cigar review shows, our production value is, you know, out the. You know, blowing the roof off compared to most of this stuff. Guys talking to their laptops. Um, I'm, no, I'm I'm sure the production so, value is good, but I'll give you some critique when we're when we. 
Yeah, and you probably have no interest in cigar review. I personally, I wouldn't watch the show, but you know, I've been hired to do the show. Uh, I like cigars, but I wouldn't watch reviews about cigars. Well, Tiki like bar started somewhere. Some people yeah, do. Like, oh no, but Tiki well, bar, come on. Well, it's yeah, not some the people same. do. Um, just like I don't like to read a lot of Disney review stuff by fandoms because it's, a lot of it's just bullshit. Like I still don't understand why people listen to us argue with each other. It's it's just it fascinates me um, why people would listen to this crap. But you know, for what it's worth, because we're made, fascinating crap artists. You know, we, we've made a lot of good friends through it. So you know, hey, glad you listen. Don't get it. <laughs> glad you listen. Come on, don't crap on the audience. Come on. I'm not. I'm not crapping on the audience. Oh. And the remember other thing, that's Greg at MiceCast. Yeah, remember the other big announcement we made while we were on the road hit some major hurdles. Um, and without bashing, you know, companies and naming things like Carbonite, don't trust them. Be very careful with your data because I lost a ton of crap, and that was in part of that other project. Now that I have to recreate and try to fix, and you know, some of it's permanently gone. So I'm too bad. Yes. Um, but I'm trying to work through it. So, and well, I'll tell you this when we're done. Okay. Remind me to tell you because I had an independent review of someone I totally trust, and that's outside of the normal circle. Okay, I'll tell you what he said. Okay. Um, so I can't think of really anything else that's jumping off the page of Disney news, unless you guys can think of something nope. other than other than to say we don't necessarily know what our plans are. If we're going to try to do this, you know, semi-monthly, monthly, weekly, we really don't know, but we thought we'd give it a shot and see if anybody listens and responds. So if you really want us, I guess what we're saying is let us know, respond. Let us know know that you have actually listened. And I'm also going to push you guys for something offline too, that I will, we won't announce to the crowd unless we can get some consensus and uh, go from there. But, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, just, just keep them on the edge of their seats. Just keep yeah, them hanging. Right. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. They'll come back. That's right. Give us something to really talk about that you really want some uninformed opinions on, and we'll yeah. be good plenty happy to uh, give it. <laughs> All right, then. So is it time to uh, ask for the um, rounds of good nights and the closing theme music? Yeah, I think this is okay. a good time. All right. Well, then I'll say I'll go first. I'll say good night. Same thing. Good night. Ditto. Bye.